Take a step back and understand what you're doing with yourself. What makes you happy? Are you trying to be rich because you want to stick it to your parents or everybody else that said that you couldn't? Or are you trying to do something because you actually like it? Are you trying to be rich because you want to go buy shit to create a perception that you're happy? Or do you actually want to be happy? We live in remarkable times. The internet is the single greatest and most complex and ridiculous invention in the history of the human being. We, luckily for some unknown reason, happen to be living during the era of it finally hitting its scale 30 years in, and it is in its prime opportunity. The comp I would make is imagine we were living hundreds and hundreds of years ago and we could be buying up property for almost nothing because we just didn't understand what was actually happening. That's how I think about attention on the internet today. It is so valuable and it is so underpriced and literally the only thing that's stopping you is insecurity. The reason you're not posting is you're worried that nobody's gonna care what you have to say. The reason you're not posting is you don't like the way you look in the picture or the camera. All these different things that come down to what other people think, not what you think about yourself. And that was your Monday motivation from Gary V. We've had Gary V on the podcast quite a few times. Maybe one day we can get him on the podcast for real, for real. You never know. Shout out to Gary. Give us a bell when you're free, mate. What we're going to be talking about this week, we've got a special guest. In fact, two special guests on the show this week. We've got the amazing Advice, Benita Rochelle and Ade Atkins. But before that, we're going to be talking about Ubercopter, the UK porn block. And also, could Twitter be working on disappearing content like stories or tweets that delete after a certain amount of time? All of that coming up after the intro. Are you sure you can blame it on social media? Flexing is good for business. Spending money makes you money. Bitcoin down more than 30% this week. Redesigned. You've got to put in the effort every single day. Running a business isn't for everyone. They need role models and not just movie stars and athletes. We are the digital influencers. They're creating content. There's no denying the power of digital media, but it also poses a real challenge. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Redesigned Podcast. It's Andrew, aka Mr. Kate Box, and this is episode 49. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow, all of that stuff, no matter where you're listening, whether on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe, hit the follow button, and tell a friend to tell a friend. But yeah, let's crack on with this week's podcast. See, in America, yeah, they get all the cool stuff. According to Digital Trends, Ubercopter is now available to everyone who has the Uber app in New York City. That's right, you can get a helicopter rather than just a standard Prius or Uber XL. Imagine that. Like, get the chopper. You know them ones? Get to the chopper! That is amazing. So Uber have opened their New York City helicopter service. So now anyone with the app and uh, $200 to spare can get a flight between JFK Airport and a Manhattan helipad in just a few taps. This is according to Digital Trends. I might have to book a young trip to New York, you know. I might have to do that still just for the experience. I can't see too many people doing that though. I don't know. Going to be available for a limited time though. It's not going to be like 24 hours a day. So you can't just get the chopper at midnight. It's only going to be available on weekdays during the afternoon rush hour. It is quite sick though. They're touting the service as the first step forward to building the future of urban air mobility and transforming urban aviation. And Uber are saying that by 2023, they want to launch a ride sharing service for the skies using fleets of small electric vehicle takeoff and landing aircraft welcome to the future man welcome to the future i wonder how long it will be before we see anything like that in london 
Over here, there's too much red tape. I said that last week. It's just, it's just amazing how slow we are to react to like new technology and stuff like that. The rest of the world, you know, like America and parts of Europe, um, Japan, China, they are kicking our ass in terms of technology. I don't know what's going on. We can't even get Brexit right. I don't even know what's going on with that. But anyway, moving on. So remember earlier in the year, I spoke about the UK porn block. If you don't know what that is, it's the government's plan to regulate the way porn is being consumed uh, specifically for minors. So they want to make sure that as little under 18s get access to porn as possible. They plan to do that by uh, the ISPs restricting anything to do with porn, any porn websites, porn searches, anything related to that. They wanted to restrict that. And the only way to get around it is by showing your government ID, either your driving license or provisional license or whichever, your passport, and buying a voucher that will allow you to access. <laughs> this is a bit mad. Uh, uh, which allow you to access or unlock your um, the the porn restriction on your ISP, either on your phone or your broadband connection. Um, yeah, so what's happened now is the UK government have decided they, they're going to have a U-turn on this. There's going to be no more porn block. They're abandoning the plans. So originally it was announced in 2015 and it was slated to come into effect last year, but it's been repeatedly delayed as the government continually ran into problems regarding how they were going to implement it i think the government have got bigger fish to fry at the moment that's probably why they haven't done it so yeah it's a bit it's a bit i don't know how they was going to enforce that anyway but i was kind of for it as well because it is very very easy for youngsters to get hold of it and i don't think that's a good thing um it's too accessible and I don't know. I think society might be losing out. What do you think? Do you think that there should be some sort of ban for or some sort of measures to prevent minors from accessing porn? Because let's face it, they've all got smartphones from the age of like 12, 13, 14. So what are the implications for the youngsters? Let's go for a quick break. What we going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. <laughs> Look, I, I was this cool high-tech guy when I got there, right? Yeah. And I was the first president to have a Blackberry. A world away, and yet so close. Mobiling Blackberry gives me the extra edge. A moment to pause and appreciate the finer things in life. Mobilink BlackBerry keeps me connected to my world. Mobilink BlackBerry Solutions keeps people on the go. Connected with push email, attachment viewing, connected organizer, BlackBerry Messenger, and multimedia functionalities. Sometimes the world can wait. Mobilink BlackBerry for people on the go. Now, according to social media today, Twitter says that they are exploring ephemeral tweets and the ability to share with selected audiences. So you'll be able to kind of like tailor who sees your tweets. Maybe you don't want your tweets to be visible to everyone at the same time. Um, I think it's quite a good idea and I think it will bring Twitter into, I mean, it will, it will give Twitter that n- much needed, I don't know, I feel like Twitter hasn't really evolved that much since it began. I don't know, what are your thoughts? Let's jump into a quick snippet from one of the representatives at Twitter talking about the uh, possibility of maybe Twitter stories. He didn't mention Twitter stories per se, but it's content that kind of like disappears after a certain amount of time. It would be quite interesting to see if Twitter would explore something like stories. I think that's where it's at at the moment. I think Twitter's video functionality could use some work, especially because Twitter is quite a good platform for discovering news and current affairs and stuff like that. I don't know. Let me know what your thoughts are, but let's jump into that quick snippet right now. You know, public conversation, at least in the form that it exists today, is is it's a pretty high anxiety form of talking. It's a combat um, sport. Yeah, you're getting on stage in a public square and saying something that is subject to the public scrutiny of everyone. It lasts forever. It's subject to the popularity contest of likes and retweets and all the other social engagements we have. And it's nevertheless very powerful as a form of of broadcasting, you know, something you care about. But that's like on the spectrum of talking, that's on the very like 
public lasts forever, subject to public scrutiny and public replies. And, you know, there is this other side of the spectrum where you can have more more private conversations, whether it's one-on-one or groups. And then there's lots of rich stuff in between. Like, we are having a public conversation that's in a small room right now, yeah. right? Like, we're having three people and a couple listeners in this in this studio that eventually will be published. Like, this analog that we're talking about, that, that we're doing right now, doesn't exist as a mechanic on Twitter, and we think that's a miss. Sometimes you need to scratch the itch of what you're thinking to really feel um, like you can articulate it well enough in public. Like, we believe we should be providing a venue for people to develop their thinking before they put it on the public record, one. Two, oftentimes, when, when you see things that are happening in the world, you may want to talk about them in a smaller form, either with a group of people who have shared topical interest in that thing, or whether literally in a private forum. And DMs very clearly fulfill that need, and we felt like we'd been underserving them. And lots of kind of table stakesy ways, which is why now that we're prioritizing, we literally have built a team from scratch. Like yeah. we've, huh. we've, for the most part, like we have a new PM, we've got a new engineering team. Now that the team is is healthy and and is you know has a charter that is kind of like has been ratified, like they're turning out like lots of great stuff. They're working on really great, and you haven't even seen the best of it. Like there's a lot of stuff that the team is working on that I'm excited for you all to see that isn't in public experiment yet. So and we wouldn't have that would not have been my answer three years ago because we were it was a maintenance mode. So let me know what you thought about that. What are your thoughts on Twitter possibly going down that that avenue? Um, chime in using the hashtag on Twitter, redesigned pod, all one word. That's redesigned pod. Get involved in the conversation. Speaking of stories, have your story views gone back down to normal? Because remember last week, yeah, we were seeing some crazy views on Instagram stories. I thought something fishy was going on. Um, due to that mass looking stories thing, you know, the pe- people are paying for this service to grow their Instagram accounts by using masslooking.com or there's some other services that have popped up and Instagram definitely said that they would be working on removing this. It's definitely, I'm seeing the real me now. I was quite excited. I was thinking, wow, why am I getting so many like views on my Instagram stories? But now, yeah, I'm back to 12 views. <laughs> oh my goodness. Moving on. Things that make you go. Hmm. Did you know that the first computer was almost two and a half meters high and weighed nearly thirty thousand kilograms? Do you know how mad that is? Considering, <laughs> considering that your smartphone probably is like a million times more powerful than whatever the first computer was. Like, it's crazy. Think about that for a sec. Two and a half meters high, weighing thirty thousand kilograms. Which is over 60,000 pounds if you are listening in the US or use the pound system. It's mad, isn't it? Right, let's jump into this week's main feature. We've got a couple of special guests. Let's jump into that conversation right now. <laughs> don't worry, we can, we can chop stuff out. No, we don't, we don't chop nothing. Me and Benita are and unfiltered. Like... I'm just, I, like, I just love Benita because she's... People feel like I'm the rude one or I'm the one, but Benita is like cold. I'm not. I'm she's not. cold-blooded, I just, yeah? I just can't be... I just don't like beating around the bush anymore. I used to do it so much and I just can't be asked. I love that energy. Energy, H, H apostrophe, energy, H even, H. Yeah, man. What's good though, man? Got advice in the house. Hey, listen. I can't even long tell you how listen, gassed I am to listen, be on this podcast. This is my, this is my top three. One of my top three podcasts. Top three. along with my podcast, Joe Budden podcast, and it's this. This is like wow. without them three, it's long. Yeah, it's my top three as well. For sure, absolutely. Easy. Like it's crazy. Like no, you don't understand. Like we talk about your podcast all the time. You you inspire us, and like I say every time you put put an episode, there's no capital. Like um, the quality of your podcast, I haven't come across anything like it. Like the what, like the small things, the small little sound, the little kind of segment. No, no, it's it's yeah. Just keep it up, man. Nah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man listening to your podcast for like a minute now since it's probably 2017 now that's nuts that's when it's that's, lo- that's so when it crazy. launched yeah 
seen the growth and that. Cause I got a question though. I got a question. Go for it. When's the next set of events, bro? Uh, where's the invites? <laughs> Real spit. Like we really want to get back into events because we 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 love doing events. But one thing that me and Benio are both passionate about is now is not killing ourselves. Yeah. In the sense of we, we as you know, we try and do everything at once, mm. everything, and we kind of got by, but. Something was suffering, whether it be the business, the friendship, whether it be energy, we work. Like I pretty much kind of got fired because I was not in my job. So it's like when things fall into place, we definitely will do it. And when it makes sense, because we've been out of the game so long, we'd have to kind of almost start from scratch. And that's mm-hmm. not an easy process. Right. Yeah. But we want to do a live show eventually. 100% definitely. But we just want to make sure that the, we're focusing on the podcast and making sure that's good and building our audience. And then that will come. 100. Everything in this time. I think before we were just doing everything. We we're doing events, doing blogs, doing podcasts, everything. And it was just too much. So yeah. you just want to focus on one thing, perfect it. Then yeah, move. Yeah. For people that are just like tuning in and that, if they, if you haven't heard of advice, you know what I'm going to say in it. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just give them a quick rundown of what you guys do as, and as individuals as well. Cause Ladies first. So I, in my day to day, I work in a media agency doing social and influencer marketing. And a lot of my job is, um, the DNI piece as well. So that. The what? Diversity and inclusion okay. in the workplace. So like that's a, a part of my job as well, I guess. Um, and then advice, gosh, it's come a long, it's come a long way. Like we started out, um, doing, as a blog um, and having contributors um, write for the blog and then we were doing events and then we did the podcast and we've, we've done a lot of stuff but now Advice, we are just a podcast at the moment and essentially the podcast is just about talking about the things that don't get spoken about enough like everyone I don't know if you look at all the podcasts that are out now everyone you know some of them are bountiful some of them are serious or whatever but they all have their niches and stuff like that but for us we just feel like there's loads of topics that don't get spoken about things like death and grief do you know what I mean things like like we had an episode recently getting people to invest in your business like but having real informative episodes and having like people who are um, knowledgeable in the subjects come on and talk about it like that's basically what we do now right 100% like Benita it's it's so funny just to hear Benita be able to describe it because you know how many years it took us to be able to kind of accurately give an elevator pitch of what advice is yeah. like I would ask Benita I'd be yeah. like Benita what's advice like, I don't know why you're asking me <laughs> I'd be and like, like yeah I'm going to the buff literally like and that, <laughs> so it's like that, that in itself is amazing but everything that Benita said um, yeah we're just literally trying to we started off by the whole idea was like bridging the knowledge gap because like people like you, Andrew, people like Benio, you all have expertise in different fields. We're all part of this quote unquote millennial experience. We all love to talk about stuff, but there was like a disconnect and we just wanted to create a platform that kind of bridged that gap between the knowledge and the people that need it. But really just from a, from a, a really authentic place where stuff that doesn't get spoken about gets discussed. Mm-hmm. So advice is my 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 baby I guess but in my, my what actually pays my bill and allows me to even do advice is um, I'm a brand management marketer so brand marketing I work in the alcohol industry and I'm essentially I help build brands and make sure they do well and at the moment I'm working in the travel retail sector so anywhere there's a duty free a lot of travel yeah. um, a lot of stuff like that so yeah amazing man and you guys speak a lot about the millennial experience and adulting as well which is really (laughs) something that um, when you look at a lot of the podcasts they don't really talk that much about it but it's something that everyone's really experiencing and um, we like millennials are a very special generation Mm, because they're in between Gen X Mm. we're Gen Y so millennials are also known as Gen Y they're between Gen X and Gen Z Mm. Gen X are let's say 39 and above between 39 and probably 51 or something like that. Can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, did a separate episode on that, but that was the, the MTV generation. These mm. are the guys that raved till six, seven, eight in the morning. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they fully got to experience life. They were the first, they were the last generation, the last true generation where they fully got to experience a digital free life. Whereas yeah. we we're on the cusp, we're yeah. in between. So we know a life without the internet, but also we're very tech savvy. Yeah. We're very yeah. internet savvy. We're, yeah. um, very digitally focused as well. Yeah. So that's what makes us a very special generation. And when it comes to work and life, the, the kind of things that, ex- that uh, affect millennials is completely different 100. to what a Gen Z might experience yeah. or a Gen X. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I've heard so many episodes on advice where you're talking about the <laughs> adulting and the millennial experience. What are your, your thoughts? It's, it's so funny because like, although we, we always say quote unquote millennials because me and Benita both work in the industry and like that is such a, a, a nothing word because like what is a millennial apart from that great description that you gave it's mm. like it's such a broad way to describe a set of people but what what definitely um groups us all together is we face struggles that a lot of other generations look at look at and be like well, you guys got nothing to complain about there's no yeah. major war you got this you got that mm. but there's there's so much other pressures that we kind of deal with that almost you you kind of become immune to it and you don't even realize that you're suffering until you go on Twitter and then you have episodes and you see people talking about stuff. Actually, oh shit, like I relate to that. So um we just think it's really important to kind of actually take the time to be like, you know what? This adulting thing, it's, it's a it's a lie. Like we were told to go to uni and your life would be yeah. set and yeah. I'm out here unemployed with a mortgage and scared. Yeah. Like Them promises, those promises, I tell you what, those promises all came from the industrial age. Yeah. 100%. Where they were setting you up for working in the office. When it was different. Yeah. And like my experience was mad because um, I probably said it when I came on your podcast. The time when I finished uni, I ended up working in advertising sales. Mm. And that was really like, it kind of did feel like, yeah, I've made it now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like from straight from uni, 40k OT. Mm. Um, back then, that's not bad. That's not bad. But not in 2007. <laughs> you know, um, my rent was like 450 a, a month <laughs> for a one bed flat. And you buying chocolate for less than 50p? You was winning. <laughs> yeah. You was winning life. Listen, bro. I thought I was winning. <laughs> and then the financial crash happened. That's when all the cutbacks happened. Mm. They slashed ad budgets. No one wanted to spend anything. That's the first to go. The first to go. So that company's now collapsed anyway. But it was like this disgruntled feeling of, oh, I thought if I just graduated and done this and done that, I'd be set. Yeah. The next job, I took a pay cut of like 20K. Mm. Still been downhill from there. <laughs> you know? For so that industry, boy. It's mad. It's actually crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it's nuts, man, because we hear so much and at the start of our, like the advice podcast um definitely not a shameless plug plugin um we've got we've got like new segments which we which was inspired by your intro don't ever get it twisted shout out you again because you inspired us on that um we've got different clips of just common statements made about millennials like oh we're we're lazy we're mm. too privileged with this we're that it's like you can look at on one hand, and we are all of those things. But if you, if you, if you also take into account all of the other pressures that weren't faced before, like the fact that we have access to everything at our fingertips. And yeah. like, I remember in school, if I had beef with someone or if someone was getting bullied, you'd like the next day you might come around and then after school you sort it out or whatever. But now it don't stop. No. These kids have, they're, they're getting each other on social media mm. and it's like, and we're in that generation where we can remember life before that, but we've also experienced part of that. So how we interact with the generations above and below us is very interesting. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating period. And I, I don't think there'll be anything, there'll, there'll never be another generation like this. No. But um, yeah, it's just important to to have those conversations like serious and also very trivial. Yeah. When you look at things like um, our digital habits as well, Social media is obviously massive. Hmm. What is your favorite? I can probably guess, but obviously people don't know. They don't, they might not know. What is your favorite social media platform and what is your social media platform at the moment? You guess mine, I guess yours. Panitas is easy. Panitas is Instagram. Right. What? Okay. No, it's not. Oh, what? It's not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll get into that. That must, that, that must be, wow, a, you're that, a bad that must be a recent change. But right. for as long as I knew Benita, it was definitely Instagram. Right. And because Benita is very good at, um, 
she's just very good at Instagram, whether it like she knows how to post, she's very good at curating feeds. She's done that for a lot of other people. I've always felt she was more of an Instagram person for me, 100% Twitter. Twitter. Mm. Like, because I'm a man of like people, people like me for my words, not my face. So (laughs) I'm definitely a, a Twitter guy. Um, but I think I've seen Benita. Benita's, her numbers are growing every, every single second. So I think she's, she's given Instagram a, what, on Insta? No, no, Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter. She's, Mine, been, she's yeah. been putting in work. I, I just put my Instagram in private. I can't be asked. I swear. Yeah. I just decided like, I, I can't, on social media, nobody has like any care for your boundaries. I've realized that. And so like on Instagram and on Twitter sometimes actually, I just get these really random DMs. That pissed me off. What, what kind of DMs you talk? <laughs> yes. God. Yes. Trigger probe, please. So basically the other day, someone on Twitter actually DM'd me a thread that I didn't appreciate too much. It was basically it was about miscarriages. And she was like, basically what she has said, and this is so annoying because she goes, she sent me it with a nice message or whatever. I didn't even respond. And then she, like two minutes later, she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just read that thread and I realized it was all fake. So hold on. (laughs) She didn't do her due diligence and check that thread before she even sent it to me. But she sent it to me without even like, she haven't spoke to this person in ages. So she don't know how I am. Right. She knows you. So we we used to work together. Yeah. We used to work together, but I haven't spoke to her in a time. So she don't even know who I am. She don't know how, like if I've Did healed. Did she say hi or... before she sent you the... No, she just sent me the thread with a nice message. Like, oh, I don't know, nice message, whatever. But that's beyond the point. It's that you didn't even think about one. Was that even true information that you're sending me? You don't even know how I am or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like people on the internet don't have care for your boundaries and it's like you have to you just have to you have to set them and it's like if you dm me something like that i'm just gonna block you but that, that, happened, that, is li- that happened on twitter so why why do you what should be for instagram because on it's an instagram you know me i like stories i like to just give my opinion on things on stories or whatever and i'm very much a person like i just i said what i said and it's like <laughs> I said it with chest. <laughs> but people i hate Sometimes I don't mind it because obviously social media, I know we have to be social or whatever. But sometimes people come back and oppose my opinions and I didn't ask. You, I didn't ask. Do you know what I mean? Like I know it's social and so I know there's like, it's a double-edged sword. But it's never really been social though, has it? It's social yeah. as long as I like what they you're saying. It, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. As long as I like what, what, what is being socialized and it's cool. Well, no, I just, I'm just like, well, now I have to go back and forth with you in my DMs about something I don't really care about. Like I, I just let me share my opinion. If you have an opposing one, fine, but don't try and fight me in my DMs about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd rather someone fight me in my DMs rather than on my <laughs> actual oh, I, timeline. I always yeah. get the timeline ones. Yeah. I always because yeah. like, I can't delete your, I I can't delete your tweet. It's always, it's always when the thing about me, unlike Benita, like I, I also get angry, but I, I find time. Mm. Like I'm very emotional, so it's always when I'm trying to do something positive. Like I'll put something. I remember one time I put something out about why I don't believe in buying phones. Um, why, why you should get a contract to get a phone. You should always just, it works. If you can get a credit card, 0%, pay off in installments. You get the, you get the, the phone, you're managing your finance and you're building your credit score. A lot of people were showing positive intent. Then some dickhead came, quote tweet and was like, oh, you're, you're giving out dangerous information for clout. I'm said, bro, for clout. Yeah. And then some next girl that followed me, I still remember her act because I still interact with her. I'm like, this girl's a pagan. She was there like liking his tweets saying, yeah, man, it's mad, it's mad. And it's just crazy because it's like, bro, you don't know me from anywhere. You don't know anything about the stuff that I speak about. You haven't even read the thread properly because if you did, you'd understand that I'm literally talking about my experience and I'm giving people objective analysis, but you feel the need to come in with your two cents and add that. And now I'm... I'm literally going back and forth with some dickhead giving you clout and you call me a clout chaser. <laughs> um, yeah, the internet's a, a, a funny place. It's a weird place, man. man. I, I was saying the other day that Twitter is the most toxic place, Honestly. but it's so funny. It ca- it can, it's so funny sometimes. It can, it can. It's definitely about who you follow. Like, um, I wish I was utilizing the list feature properly just so I could have a curated timeline because I don't want to see Every day, all it is is race. Like, Why do you just unfollow people? I can't. I, have, I follow 900 people. If I was to curate, curate the, the Twitter that I want, I'd have to start again because it's just a lot of the same people 
talking about the same shit. Black Twitter is an echo chamber. Yeah, exactly that. Do you think it's different from other segments of Twitter? Because I think I, f- I think I agree with you, but I don't know. I don't want to generalize because yeah. I've never really spent that much time in other segments of Twitter no, to kind of like either. analyze. But are you are you put like do you feel like Muslim Twitter? Do you get in? Yeah, Muslim Twitter. Yeah, but and it can be. It can also be exactly like Black Twitter in the sense that when there's a topic that comes up, there's all this debate and all this. Everyone the, is the, the most Twitter pious overlord. person yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of that. So yeah, I guess it probably from what I know from Muslim Twitter is definitely a lot like black tears. I imagine that a lot of other segments. You know, one time, this is a bit random, but it's related. One time I came across um, Foot Fetish Twitter. <laughs> what? What was you doing in Foot Fetish Twitter? What are you someone, searching, nah, mate? Someone, someone retweeted something and then I just started like going to the replies and I realised there's a whole and other... you fell down the rabbit hole. Rabbit <laughs> yeah. hole. And, then, and then at the time I was seeing, um, this is random, going into going off on one, I was seeing a, a air hostess and she was telling me that there's a whole um, demographic of people that pay for people's uniform. So like, what? Air hostess hat or their tights or their the shoes. Um, yeah, man, the internet's a weird place. That is weird. Bro. No, there's a lot of weird, a lot of weird, <laughs> so weird. Twitters and Instagrams and fetishes. And, yeah, damn. Yeah, man. Twitter, man. Twitter's a weird place, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. you we're talking about Instagram as well. Uh, did you see that thing about the mass stories thing? Mass stories. Like, did you get? Have you experienced any like inflated yeah. Instagram story numbers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that a couple of weeks back? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's been Benita, going on for about. Benita told me, I was so happy that day. I got like 200 more views than I normally get. Benita's yeah. like, nah, there's, there's a bug. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, I thought I was popping. That, that's what I thought. I did. <laughs> the day before yesterday, or was it yesterday? I noticed they've, they've got rid of it now. Oh, have they? Yeah, something's happened. So it's gone back down. So I'm looking at my, my stories. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is the real me. Yeah, Actually, this is, that's what I said. That's what I said to that's what I said to my missus. I said, "This is the real me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I I check on my first story. I always check who views it, and I always scroll to the bottom because that's the that's the people that you're less engaged with or people that don't follow you on the bottom of your viewers. Yeah. See, um, Benita like does stuff like that, and she also you have the app where it tells you who's unfollowed you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. In, I don't want to be. The, I don't ever want to be that invested because I feel like it's a dangerous mindset to no but start. when my profile's on public I need to know who's viewing my content but then if you're on public you're kind of saying here I am there's better ops out there <laughs> there, is, there is there is there is I don't know for me it's, for me it's, it's, I hide it's my story from people if they from certain accounts if yeah. I don't if I don't feel like you're hmm. 100 I'll hide hey, some people are people. fast you know some people are probably we make a whole nother Twitter and people do whole, literally whole people Instagram. are just making like, Instagram accounts like that to pre it's mad you guys, you guys got time, man. My life is not that. I used to, I used to have that app though. I used Do to look you? at it, but I decided like th- that. Um, I don't know. I think it was when I kind of like just when I found my own lane, exactly. and I stopped. Like I just stopped sharing what I don't want to share, yeah. and then I just it was just Same. like, yeah, yeah I'm man. taking control of this. If Trust you want to follow me, follow me. Yeah. If you don't. Don't. Hundred. You're not going to see anything that I don't want you to see anyway. Hundred percent. That's why, like, I kind of disappeared off of IG for a bit. I was just kind of like, right, I'm just going to focus on life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus on content and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, with the with the unfollowing apps, I don't know. Um, there's times where I used to be like annoyed that so and so would unfollow. Like, why the f- why are you unfollowing me yeah. for? Like, well, it's like that then, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not. If I don't you're it personal. Sometimes it depends who it, who it is. Like, more times, like, oh, whatever. But it's like, if someone unfollows me and I just, I'm just like, what, why? Like, what did, I just like to know what I've done. Do you know what I mean? And but then, you will never know. Yeah, it's true. But th- but there's people that. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, it don't. You're right. It doesn't matter. But she's still got the app. <laughs> <laughs> she's still going to check it on her way home. <laughs> no, I don't check it every day. I check it probably like once a month. If that. Once a month. Yeah, honestly, I don't. All right. I don't check every day. Mad. So what, are you man going to Mars or what? <laughs> no. Oh. Not going to Mars? No. What, with Elon Musk? Yeah. No way. Absolutely not. There's I could, the, probably could never afford it anyway. There's so many times hey, when I've listen. wanted to do something like that, man. See ya. Yeah. Well, you got Virgin Galactic. Yeah. I'm not, the, I'm not the first to go. Though. <laughs> no, no. I need to wait for it to. When is the, the Ryanair equivalent? Now, yeah. fuck that. No, I like Ryanair. When, when there's the Ryanair, space. Yeah. When there's the, when there's like the the medium kind of like safe yeah, British, yeah, yeah. you know, British Airways level. <laughs> I don't need to do the um, the Etihad, the civilian, type. yeah, yeah. The civilian level. The, yes. Yeah. 
and white people have gone first, then <laughs> then I'll, I'm not gonna be that guinea pig. Ah, it's so all mad though, man. Like, there's, a lot, there's a lot of talk about going to Mars, yeah, and there's this extinction rebellion thing going on. Yeah, at the and that's part of the reason, you know, because apparently life isn't even going to be sustainable by 2040 on this planet. 2040. Oh, shit, I'm still here. <laughs> I was thinking I'm going to be dead. Why do you I'm think? Be here. Why do you think they're bothering with all of this? That's 20 years. Trying to get your mind ready. It's mad. What is the Extinction Rebellion? Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be honest. I haven't even used Google. I just knew they were messing up people's transport yesterday, boy. Let me read it because I tweeted it yesterday. I tweeted the Wikipedia um definition because I know a lot of people are like, what the hell is this Extinction which Rebellion? Be, which from? one be this one? <laughs> <laughs> right. So Extinction Rebellion. Abbreviated as XR is a non-violent global environmental movement with the stated aim of using civil disobedience to compel government action to avoid tipping points in the climate system, biodiversity loss and the risk of social and ecological collapse. So basically, global warming, um, all of that stuff, they're trying to get people to understand that the way capitalism is going, if we're not careful, like if we don't start watching uh how we're using like the natural reserves, mm-hmm. um, fuel, energy, if we're not conscious of how we're using those things and we just continue on this same path, <laughs> all that money ain't going to mean nothing because we don't have a planet to live on. Mm-hmm. When you start seeing tsunamis in England and earthquakes in England and like yeah. the sky turning purple and stuff, then you'll be like, rah. The worst thing is, the first thing, the first reaction will be like, oh my days, look at the sky. Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's the sad thing. We're so asleep, yeah. Because yeah? that's why I tweeted the other thing. Um, there was a video they made in 1973 predicting the quality of life dropping in 2020. Do you not think that's happened? Yeah. They made this in 1973. And by quality of, like, to define quality of life, their definition at the time was how much space people have. Mm. Um, housing. Mm. Especially um, in how, much, how far their money goes. Yeah, I think so, they said that in 1973. Crazy. They drew the graph. So as it goes towards uh, 2020, so like for example, 1940, it was going up. After that, throughout the 80s, then after the 80s, downward spiral. Mm. That's scary. That is very not scary. surprising, but it's well, that's <laughs> why I'm living out here in pre-gentrified Essex because London just got a little bit too congested but I know it's a, I know it's a much I know it's a much bigger thing than just that but yeah, yeah. I'm just the worst thing is I'm literally right by the river now <laughs> right by the Thames That's I'll be funny. the first to go man listen it's, a sc- it's actually so scary and you just think like people are like oh there's nothing we can do as individuals but actually I think there is stuff we can do I don't think as individuals our programming is messed up what do you mean? like for example Look at us now, yeah, as a generation, yeah. Do you, would you have chosen the way we are now? Like you walking around, you depend on your phone to do everything. Yeah. Your social life, uh, let's link up before anything. You don't even like, when's the last time you had a phone call, like a conversation on the phone yes, for more sir. than half an hour? Um, the day before yesterday. I don't have day before yesterday. Longer than half an hour, unless I'm on Facetime to my sisters. I can be on Facetime all day. Okay. Yeah. What about things like um? Let me just randomly think. Birthday cards. When's the last time I'm actually going to buy one? Today. I'm actually going to buy one through today. the post. Oh no, I've never put a birthday card through the post. <laughs> have you, when was the last time you received one in the post? Never. Oh, um, my birthday. I, I received one probably last year from my mother-in-law. Mm. But that's because I wasn't going to see her. But she's obviously an older generation. She, exactly. She, like, mm. Would you have picked the way we are today? Like even like for example, music. I don't enjoy music the way I used to. Yeah. Because uh, it's too much. There's too much, and there's um, there's like this oversaturation of anyone can put out music. Mm. So naturally, what that does is that lowers the quality. Will Smith said it best. Like um, he was on this interview with Marquis uh, Brownlee. And he was talking about how it was back in the eighties and early nineties to get into the music industry. You had to be serious talent. Mm. Them studios didn't, them studios don't pay for themselves. Like those studios cost money, like mm. hundreds of thousands of pounds, millions of pounds studio. And all of that is now replaced by a little module like that. Yeah. Or like you can build a beat on your laptop and then have it on one extra next week. <laughs> mm. Anyone can do that. Yeah. So when you look at music now, it's like, how are you enjoying something that's so freely available? You don't even hold it special anymore. Well, back, whereas back in the day, you'd buy a vinyl, yeah, you'd save up your pocket money, you buy your vinyl, 
and you know it was a limited like they'd only press up so many uh, so many amounts of vinyl mm-hmm. if you missed it you missed it now you can't miss anything mm-hmm. just like TV and stuff like that if you missed the season yeah you wasn't going on YouTube mm-hmm. you would never find it on Netflix it was just like and, you, and because of that you would cherish it. You would pay so much attention to it. Yeah. Everyone, listen. Hey, hey, the advert's off. The advert's off. Mm-hmm. It's back on. It's back on. Everyone runs back That's to the so sofa. True. Yeah. Because they know they're not going to see this again. Mm-hmm. You can't pause it. You can't rewind it. Nothing. Same with radio. If you heard your song on the radio, you was running to go and get a tape to record it. Because if you missed that song, you wasn't hearing it. Or even if you saw a, a tune on MTV, the video, You'd be like, oh, I was waiting for this video. Oh, yeah, that's so like, even, true. Even, even in the early now, 2000s, I remember recording recording stuff on my phone and shit. <laughs> recording see, songs just so I could have it and play it later. Exactly. But now, we don't care about media, music, TV. We don't care about it as much. Mm. So you're not going to, like, for example, like when it comes to music, before it was like only certain DJ. If I wanted to hear a certain type of music, I know I'm going to DJ EZ for, for Garage. I'm going to Swirly for Garage. I'm going to Westwood for Hip Hop. I'm going to Goldfinger for Bashment. This, that, and the other. Or if you're going to a rave or whatever, you know, you see certain DJs on the lineup. I'm dead. You know that you're, you're going to experience this or that or whatever. Like whatever music you want to experience, you know, you're going to experience it to its highest level. Now, let me ask you, who's your favorite DJ? Who's your favorite DJ, Benia? Um. Bruh. <laughs> listen, and this is all because this is all because I listen to Soul Action if that counts. Who? Soul, you don't know Soul Action? Nah. Um, what's his name? Joel K. Nah. Check it. Soul Action is good. It's like for me, it's like it's like the perfect example of what music is today. In the sense of you could be listening to it like it's like a radio set, and one minute it could be like Brazilian jazz. Next thing you're hearing Skepta. And it's when you're hearing Bashman, it's when you're hearing Afrobeats, like it's, it's banging. Right. But, um, Soul check Lection, out. Yeah. Soul Lection, it's a, it's a movement. Check it out. Cool. Bruh. Bruh. So <laughs> no one can tell me their favorite DJ now. I only know, like, only DJs that I know personally. Yeah. But Not this is like... exactly the point I'm trying to make. Because of technology, mm. yeah, we don't need Spotify, bro. DJ, exactly. Spotify. <laughs> Spotify <laughs> DJ. Before the DJ had the knowledge, he knew what mm. to play, yeah. what vi- how to build a vibe. Now, no disrespect to DJs coming up in this ges- generation. No disrespect, but I do know what I'm talking about because like I've been in and out of DJing since I was 16. Mm. Like, I've done house parties. <laughs> DJ I've done K-box rates, rates. Okay. I've done radio. So I know... I know what I'm talking about when I say this. The expertise required now is much less. The barrier of entry is, is so low now. That's why there's so many DJs there's so, like, like, for example, if I didn't know anything about, let's say, let me just pick an obscure genre, proper specialist. Like, for example, Lovers Rock. Mm. Yeah, do you know, you know what I'm talking mm. about, right? If I don't know anything about that, I could go on Spotify, yeah. type in one artist, write that down, look at the suggested yeah. artist, yep. Go and look at their top tens. <laughs> yeah. Go on YouTube. Go and research these artists. Look at the, what the big DJs in that scene have been playing, all their crowd fillers. Do a playlist on Spotify. Go and get them all off Spotify and, and record them. Put it in my Serato and say, I'm a lover's rock DJ. Mm, I might do that. Whereas before, <laughs> if you didn't have those records, yeah. You don't do nothing. You can't do nothing. <laughs> it's literally so easy to just. So we don't respect it the way we would have. So. My thing is, I would never have picked, like, the way technology, technology is very convenient. Like, it, yeah. op- it offers us so many, there's so many plus points. But when you look at, like, for example, like, going out, social life, like, how we enjoy certain things, it's kind of, I think it's kind of taken away. Mm. Like, I don't enjoy music anymore. Like, I look at the, the, the new music videos now, it's like, what is this, bro? But it's funny I can't because... I tell you the last time I watched a music video. It, it's funny, though, because because of your interest and your viewpoint of the world, you've now focused on the many negatives that has come along with like the convenience and that access and the democratization of just access to everything. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you had gone back when we was in secondary school and said, by the way, you could have unlimited songs, um, this and that, in your phone, you pay what, £10 a month, even cheaper if you can get a student discount. Yeah. You can 
you can basically learn any skill you want yeah. on the internet from your phone. We would have all signed up for that. So it's, everything you said is so accurate, but yeah. it's like, on one hand, you've got these amazing um, benefits and like, you've literally got the world at your hand, but at what cost? And that's yeah. the thing that- There's always a trade-off. If, if, if we had seen both sides, then it might have been different, yeah. but mm, that's the game. The game is the game, man. The game is the game. Definitely. We can't go back. No. We cannot go back. No. Wow. Would you? Um, but for what though? See, this is the thing. I can see, I can see the negatives. I can see the positives, but I don't, not to the point where it's like, I want to go back. Imagine a life without Uber. Yeah. <laughs> but they're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to stop that. There'll be something else. I know there'll be something else. Yeah. Something it's, else. it's a money thing though. What yeah, do you think? A hundred percent. That episode, a hundred percent. It's, to be fair, Uber, Uber were dumb because if they had just approached TFL like, hey, big man, mm. break you in a little saying, yeah. do it like that, it would have worked because all that's going to happen is TFL will just find a way to do exactly what they've taken yeah. away but make more money from it. Definitely. So yeah. it's all politics, man. Yeah. It's business. Look at, look at weed. Like I tweeted. <laughs> yes, I yes, tweeted, yes. I said, ah, uh, I tweeted. Weed I tweeted, is in the drug. Weed is in the drug. It's uh, like, it's now a multi Speak on that. Speak on that. Because you, before you, before you went down that road, you was talking I was about, talking about um, Napster, Napster and LimeWire and stuff yes, like that. Yeah. For yes, people who don't fam, know, just give them a breakdown so of what you back, said. Back in the day, for those who are old enough to remember, when you wanted music, movies, or porn, um, you, you, there were certain <laughs> websites that would. That's what you were doing at that age. I'm just being real. <laughs> just gonna be real. <laughs> dot dot m dot mp3 dot onion booty twenty. Anyway, um, whoa, there was there was. Listen, listen. I got to speak my truth, man. I got to keep it real. I got to talk about the stuff that doesn't get discussed enough. <laughs> and watching porn at a young age is definitely part of that. But anyway. Yeah, so there was stuff like LimeWire where it would give you a whole bunch of viruses, but you could literally download anything you want. Leave your computer on for literally days, but eventually you'd get it. And um, stuff like Napster as well for music. But what happened is the record labels were quickly caught on and were like, oh my days, we're losing millions of pounds. Let's make examples. So they literally clamped down, arrested the geniuses who were able to come up with the technology to even make that possible. And then a few years later, what happens? Streaming. And now mm. they've taken something that was literally um, criminalized and was making money, but not on the scale that these services are making money now. And they've made it into literally like multi-billion dollar industries that we know now. And they've changed the face of music. And what's even funny is the artists are now actually worse off than they were before. Yeah. Because before you would literally, you know, you might download something, but then that would inspire you to go out and buy more and find out more tours. Whereas yep. now yep. everything is streams. And the artists don't get paid off streams. So it's like, it's crazy. And then the, they do get paid, but a very small amount. Yeah, it's like, uh, like zero ask, point ask zero, any, zero ask one any artist how much they make per stream. They'll struggle to really tell you because mm -hmm. there's so much bullshit politics in the way that it's just a joke. And then weed, cannabis, for how long has that been like the most, you know, front, although yeah. in our community we have a very different view to it, but it's like that was illegal. It's been decriminalized. And then now it's literally a multi-billion dollar industry where big, big reputable brands and businesses are putting billions of dollars into weed. And, and you've literally got industries and people are making money off weed while the people that were selling their little Zeds yeah. and ounces are literally still yeah, it's crazy in prison. I went to Superdrug the other day and I was like looking at the makeup CBD. and there's a whole yeah. range yep. of CBD. Yeah, oil. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Bruh. yeah. The minute, the minute they was able to work out how they can do it and own it and capitalize on it, the whole view of it changed. Yeah. But, you know, it's a mess. Maybe we'll get them nice weed shops like they have in Amsterdam. It won't be owned by us though. No, obviously, but. So, to what extent? Yeah. I see that happening. I, obviously, when, when America does stuff, the UK, they just, they're, they take, they're a, follow. They take a cautious, but they end up following. Yeah. Yeah. They will eventually. They'll just try and regulate it more. Yeah. Like you've seen, even artists in 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 America are invested in it, and um, sports personalities. You know, like Mike Tyson's got all this, them, yeah. a product line to do with weed and For stuff sure. like that. Now it's just mad. Yeah, speaking of, like going back to the music thing, who do you listen to most on Spotify at the moment? Who do I listen to most? It depends. Like it, it very. On my way here, I was listening to Nux. He's a he's a Northwest UK rapper. One of the next to blow. He's sick. Rich just dropped his album, listening to him. Um, Ari Lennox, um, part of J. Cole's roster. 
it, it really depends on the mood that I'm in. But yeah. um, like mainly, mainly hip hop and what I call trip hop, alternative hip hop, and like grime. Yeah, UK. Honestly, I mostly listen to podcasts. That like, is true. Um, yeah, Khalid, I was listening to. Yeah, Khalid, um, I love. Khalid. I love Khalid. And um, the Rap UK playlist on Spotify. So Spotify is really ruining DJs' lives, isn't it? <laughs> It's really doing that. And do you know what? The other day I was looking at something, yeah. Um, they were saying that um, podcasts are... St- it actually was Gary V. He said that the person who might listen to an album on their morning jog is now listening to a podcast instead. 100. That's me. So That's pod- me. On, on things like Spotify, do I want to listen to an album? Nah, I want to listen to a podcast. Mm. Imagine that what that's doing to the music industry as well. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. I wonder if the two will like merge in some way. Like, you know, you had radio. Yeah. I, yeah. I wonder- you, you've already got, there's already like little collective, little mini labels of like podcasting houses. That mm. like, I knew that would happen. So like, like who, for example? Well, look at, look at how Gimlet kind of, they were essentially a, a record label yeah, but- for podcasts, but they create an in-house production arm that kind of parented all these other podcasts and now that belongs to Spotify. Yeah, but what I mean is that I wonder if music and podcasts will collide. Like, remember you showed me that podcast where they play music in the beginning? They play like a song. Oh, like the Joe Budden podcast? I think it was that one. Maybe, I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is that I wonder if podcasts will become more like radio. I feel like podcast is the new radio. Yeah, I know, but there's not, you can't really listen to music on a podcast. No one really says, oh, now we're going to play this song. Do you know what I mean? So I want, I'm just uh, wondering certain, if that's going to happen. That, form, that yeah. format, I don't know if that format would work on a podcast. Yeah. Well, the, okay. It could. The, the Joe Budden podcast, they have a segment called Sleepers where they literally play music that it's been slept on. Like that's, uh, part, that's part of their uh, podcast. It happens at the end. Right. But also, through, because he's the, obviously he's an ex-rapper. So um, I definitely feel like more and more and um, yeah, I would love to incorporate music where, where possible if it made sense. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What do, you, what do you think the future is for podcasts though? Benita's done, done talks. I know she's got some inside information. <laughs> Me, do you know what? Because podcast is big now and like media agencies are really, once start, once Spotify started um, giving out deals to podcasters. Brands started looking. Media agencies started really thinking about how they could capitalize off podcasts. So um, we literally this year created a po- podcast product for, um, in my department. And we've done so far, we've done a few, but like we've done Galaxy just did a podcast. And so when you see all these brands, these, these new podcasts popping up and they're sponsored by brands, it's because brands are realizing that this is how, this is such a good way to target the like millennial not even just millennials just certain people that don't necessarily like to consume ads ah uh, of course I mean? you, get, you get them in another way there's a yeah. word for it I can't remember what it's called but yeah so brands are really starting to perk up when it comes to podcasts so we've got a whole podcast offering now in my in my team I'm just waiting to get the email where it's like Benita's like quit your job hey, <laughs> we booked baby we amen oh, amen but you know what they yeah. A lot of a lot of brands they just want to work with big talent. Yeah, of course. Celebrities. You want to get the most. You want to get the most bang for your buck. Yeah, but you say that, but I feel like what Spotify is doing. Smart. You know, like I'm not not obviously free shots and receipts are obviously like big podcasts, mm-hmm. but, but in a in a big world of podcasts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But if you compare, if you in on Apple um on Apple charts, mm. free shots and receipts would ne- would have never been up there mm. on Spotify. Now they're like literally taking over. My dad wrote a porno, which is one of the biggest podcasts in the UK. Do you know wow, what I mean? That's amazing. It's, it's a big deal, honestly. So what about, what do you think of podcasts where they begin the podcast with a deal? So for example, um, I think it was London. Hughes just got a deal for Spotify. So yeah. she hadn't done the podcast previously. She just started it with yeah. Spotify. For me personally, I just feel there's a little bit of, in like, Inauthenticity is that the word? I don't know. Especially, but, when it, especially when it's the people that you choose to do it with. But that's a whole other. I mean, if a brand, if a brand, uh, brands are approaching talent all the time, and like we want, we want to take, we want to do this podcast or whatever. But it's like often that person would have never even thought to do a podcast, <laughs> or if that brand stops sponsoring that podcast, they're, gonna no they're not going to do it no more. 
And so that's another thing that brands need to take into consideration. It's like, okay, you're going to mm. put out a season, fine. But then if you then decide, actually, we, we're cutting a budget for this and we don't have it, what does that do to your brand then? It's true. Do you know what I mean? It's true. And, and you have to go back to like the differences between music, ads, podcasts, and how people, why people consume podcasts. Because for me, the minute I know something, I work in the industry. So the minute something has been paid for, and it's, I have to question the, the intent behind it yeah. and the authenticity. And if I haven't bought in, cause you could, you could be someone I, I F with, but if I feel like what you're doing is just a money grab, yeah. why am I going to choose to give you my 30 minutes hour of my time when I could be consuming something that's going to, I feel it's going to enrich me or give me more value, more yeah. utility. I, I don't need to give these brands any more money. So I think it, it definitely depends on who's doing it, the intent behind it and, how authentic is it? Because people listen to podcasts for a reason. You don't want to, mm. you don't want, if it's going to be a case of I'm just being sold, like I don't know how the Galaxy one worked and I'm not going to ask you to comment on it because obviously that's conflicts of interest, mm. but I would, it would need to resonate with me to before I even, you yeah. know what I mean? And I, and I feel like there are ways that brands can do it because if a brand is smart, they should not be the focus of the podcast. Exactly. It should literally and just be yeah. like, the redesigned podcast but it's it's, it's but, powered by yeah. something yeah. that makes and, sense and that's why I think sponsored reads are still very effective as opposed to or as opposed to a brand creating a podcast and I, don't know why, talent. I don't know why you would even because it, they've got backwards. money because it the people they want to have ownership in it well they, yeah they want to have ownership yeah exactly and, but at the same time it's like they think that that's gonna not saying it doesn't do numbers because the Galaxy podcast did amazingly well but like for longevity do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, you want to you want to work with a brand, a, a podcast that's already got, a, got an that. audience. Yeah, exactly. That's that because podcast listeners appeal. They relate to the the podcast hosts, and so if you're, if I'm, there's so many creative ways that as podcast hosts we can relate ads. It's not necessarily has to be oh this this is sponsored by Squarespace or whatever. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, so many creative yeah, well, we, ways. We've done it. We, we've like our little small podcast. Like we've we won't get into too much detail because people literally listen and copy and. Um, imitation ain't flattery but <laughs> we've we've literally reached people reached out to us because they've seen value in what we've done and we've created sponsored content that you, you might not even realise is sponsored content mm. yeah and you're not you're not meant if to it, if it's with the conversation 100% anyway, yeah. the conversation exactly. was created around that and it it, it worked for, the, for, for us it worked for the brand and it worked for the listeners so yeah. that's that's kind of how any real partnership should be it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like the word sponsorship you shouldn't even be thinking about that when you're thinking about podcasts mm. in my opinion yeah, agreed. Amazing. Podcasts. So we had radio. We've got podcasts now. I wonder what, <laughs> wonder what that's actually going to look like in the next two or three years. Because <laughs> this is where you see the real, you know, like it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. A lot of people would have jumped on the wave for whatever reason. Maybe they saw people were successful with it and they said, all right, I'm going to jump on that too. Yeah. Um, and those people are not going to be around. But the ones that had the actual passion for the subject that they're putting out, mm. they're not going to do it just because of, you know, uh, it's popping or whatever. Because yeah. they enjoy the medium and they enjoy the subject they're talking about. Mm. So when all of that happens, I wonder where brands are going to focus their attention if they're going to... It'd be interesting. And, and also like Apple Podcasts, what do you think they need to do? Do you think they need to go in the they same to, direction as Spotify or do you think... Huh? They need to come and talk to us, man. <laughs> <laughs> so get nah, us involved. I think, I think since... I think they're, they're, they felt for some, for a brand that has... That was basically owned that space for they such... They created that space, they man. They created that space. For such a long time, they really, really... Fumbled the bag, They man. fumbled the bag not yeah. taking podcasts seriously. I don't know. But then they went and made Beats. Beats one. Well, I don't even know they, what They're is. investing in internet radio. Mm, oh, because Krebs and Conan have a show of them, don't they? Yeah, yeah Nicki no. Minaj, Nicki Minaj Julia had Adenuga a show. As well, Jordan, yeah. Julia, she's a host. Soul Action has a show with them. Because that's one thing I thought. I think is I think that um, I feel like internet radio is kind of like how DAB was, yeah. where they said, All right, "This is the next best thing." So people jumped on it for a short while. I think maybe around 2010, 2011, All right, internet radio. But then when podcasts came out. I feel like internet radio is kind of like taking a back seat because now it's that uh, content on demand. Yeah. Why listen to something live when you can listen to something on your own schedule? Yeah. My, so, it's sort of a convenience. Yeah. yeah. But Apple have invested in 
internet radio with things like I was going to say, my, my, my only thought process is, yes, they've dropped the bag, but Apple literally has money for days, for yeah. years. They and have, the infrastructure as and well. And the infrastructure. Mm. Yeah. My thinking is, they've, 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 they've missed the bag to an extent, but in terms of their big bets, where they're seeing their money coming from, I think they're seeing it in, um, competing with the likes of Netflix and Disney with the whole Apple TV, the whole, how they're relaunching it and how they're creating content. I think they're going to, they see that as a bigger opportunity because I can't imagine, Apple aren't going to just sit there and watch Spotify eat their lunch. They've obviously <laughs> invested, like they've invested in the internet radio and they think that, they think it's going to work. Whether it will or not is another question, yeah. but I just believe that for whatever reason, they've chosen to, to, to not focus on the big bet. And also, ever since they, they lost Steve Jobs, you can tell they don't have that same um, hunger and that same clear um, single-minded vision because whilst they were doing that, they were also going into different areas of technology where it doesn't kind of fit in line with what they were doing before and it doesn't yeah. seem as innovative. So that's they're also a, a kind of like a victim of their own success because they're so big, they're so huge that they weren't even able to focus on the the little podcast thing because yeah. they had they had the iPhone suddenly became the main thing so yeah. it's like we're Spotify purely about audio audio yeah so that's another it's, that's, that's another sign of why you need to kind of like if you can apply some tunnel vision and just try and focus on what you do well and then everyone else will be scrambling around you mm. yeah definitely that's mad what is um we're gonna wrap up shortly but um any big tech purchases you guys got your eye your eye on at the moment. Any technology that's kind of like, wow, I need to. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing to get. It's that. nothing new. I, I want to get myself a, a new TV and a sound system. Right. Just what, kind of, what kind of sound system? I haven't even. I need to talk to you, but I've never even looked into. It. I just want it to be like because you know now all the TVs like the big ones. You watch Netflix or movies and the volume's crap. Yeah. yeah. I want to be able to sit in my living room and like. Like I'm hearing it in my ears. Like I want to have just a yeah. a nice. That's crystal. one of those things where you literally need to go to the showroom. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I can't yeah. wait for that. I want to do my yeah. online kind of like I want to go to the showroom, get them to tell me, and then buy it online when yeah. I get it cheaper. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, that'll be my next big purchase. What about yeah. you, Benia? Um, you're Apple off. You got the Apple Watch. I know. I do want AirPods, but I like my overhead, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Nah, I hear what you're saying. Like with AirPods, it's like they're great. Mm. But you still need, like, for example, if you're going to go sleep and listen to something while you're asleep, you don't want AirPods in your ears. I don't listen to music. Who does, do you listen to music? Actually, I do. Not music, like, like for example, like meditation or oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or mm. affirmations or whichever. I've, yeah. I've, I've already put myself on the legend and said that people, no offense to you, but people that wear AirPods are wankers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't go back on that. I just feel like, I just, so you're telling me I'm a wanker <laughs> no, on my own show. No, not, not you, not you. But I'm just, there's there's certain things that I'm just choosing not to. So like I remember my, fr- like, I never wanted to buy a Google Home. I got one for my birthday. Yeah, yeah. And after 30 days, I disconnected it. Did you? I read into it, and the thing always listens to you. Of course, yeah, oh, not, not just that, but it sends the information over. It's just too. It's too much. We're what about a- this? Listen, uh, all of it. Apple bro. Watch. Bro? Oh, you got is, you got Apple Watch, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I got a little Apple Watch. Fam, your heartbeat is in San Francisco, bro. Fam, mad. do you know what? Actually, it was mad. I was on a panel yesterday, yeah, and I was just sitting down, and then my Apple Watch vibrated and it said, "Your heart rate is 120 beats per minute, and you've been resting for 10 minutes. Like, is everything alright?" And I was like, yeah, "Bro, what, is, 120 while you was resting." Not 120, sorry. I don't know what it was, but it was high because I was obviously nervous and yeah. my heart was like beating. Jeez. Yeah, so it was like... Oh, I'm a hypocrite, oh, when I first got the watch though, it did give me proper anxiety though because I was like, is my heart okay, fam? Me too. I kept checking I kept the... on checking it. I hate it because the watch triggers me. The watch would be like, um, yeah, so ads, like today, <laughs> yesterday you didn't hit no rings, but that's like, today that's not yeah, slack. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you just stop dragging me, man. <laughs> I bought you, you didn't buy me a fuck <laughs> off. Sometimes yeah. I just take the watch off, you know. Mm, what will yeah. be, be your next tech purchase? That's um, what I want to hear So I can copy it uh, To be honest with you Nothing for now But I'm looking more into like um, A cinema camera oh, Aren't they like Tens of thousands of pounds Can be But not the one I want to get I want to okay. get the um, The Black Magic Pocket 4K That's about 1300 pounds Okay, okay excellent. Yeah so with that, that's probably the next tech purchase because I don't even, I wanted to get a new iMac, but I kind of don't believe in them as much. I think yeah. maybe using the iPads, iPad Pro or a MacBook Pro and then connect it to a screen, that might be my next 
thing. Mm. I know I have an iMac. I don't even mobility use it. and that. <laughs> yeah. I literally don't even use it because they're getting so the, the MacBooks are good enough anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, but mm. apart from that, I can't really think of anything. I'm kind of trying to slow down because Apple look, look they've look, they've drained me, bruv. From. I said oh, that that iPad? That's iPad. Yeah, the iPad Pro. I said I yeah. wasn't going to get no iPad. I ended up getting this. Just yeah. wait for them to drop them, them Apple trainers, fam. You'll be the first in line. Mm, Apple. Mm. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, they already have that. They got the, they got the Nike kind of the ones that lace up themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, they're, yeah. they're like ten grand though, man. How are they? For now, yeah, yeah. No, they're bringing out some. They're bringing out new Hirachis that don't look anything like Hirachis. They're, they've got the self-facing technology. Yeah, They'll yeah. be cheaper, but they aimed at athletes, I think. Right. Check them out. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, nah, not nah. Mm. Nah, not for me, man. Right. Yeah. We'll see. I do want to buy a Nintendo Switch, actually. I've been eyeing it up for a while. but Are you going to even have time? That's what I'm saying. That's why I haven't bought it yet. Mm. I'm like, how often am I really going to play this? Let Apple drop the Apple coffee machine. Benito will be like, coffee machine? Man, you know? that. I love coffee. <laughs> I need that. It's yeah. telling me how hot it is. <laughs> You're done. Oh, that's it. Wait, it's, been, it's been amazing having you on. Like The time is just... It, it feels quick, like we've been there for like half an hour. I know. Um, but just to wrap up, just let people know where they can find you on the socials. Any projects that you're you want to talk about that you're working on, you want people to be aware of. There's the floor of tickets you can <laughs> do your thing, you know. Just the podcast, really. Check us out at Adsize Podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, and um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and I beg you leave us a review because, as Andrew will testify to, discoverability is so important, and every review helps someone else find the podcast. Um, we also have the bi-weekly newsletter where, oh yeah, owning your own data is so key. So I'm trying to push the newsletter as much as possible because I really want to have the direct um, conversation with um, people in our community without having to rely on a third party application. Um, so we go into more detail on topics that we discuss on the podcast. Um, you can sign up at adsvice.com and yeah, like at adsvice. And at Benita Rochelle across all social media and myself is I'm Ade Atkins. Yeah. Um get at us. Brilliant, brilliant. So that is it, guys. Um episode fifty next week. Watch out for that. Not sure what I'm gonna do yet. Yours already? God, yeah. I feel like that's coming around so quick. Consistency. Yeah, yeah, man. So watch out for that. And that is it. Peace. Don't forget if you want to chime in, use the hashtag RedesignPod on Twitter. Don't forget you can follow me on the socials at Andrew underscore CBX. Next week will be a special episode because I'm going to have a couple of announcements. 100% I know I keep saying that, but I'm just teasing you guys. You know how it goes. Can't just let the cat out the bag just like that. Come on, man. Anyway, next week, episode 50. Um, yeah, make sure you tune in for that one. That is it. I will be back next Monday. Take care and bye for now. Redesigned.